Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Home can be the Pennsylvania Turnpike Indiana's early morning dew 93WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey Show. My name is Casey. Rob is here. And uh, Rob, you recall at the debate last week, they started off with a quote from Oliver Anthony, rich men from Richmond. Yes, my favorite part was when none of them realized it was about them. (laughs) And they answered poorly, (laughs) as you would expect. But there's an article out on the Hill, and it's about conservatism on the rise. And I figured we would go to the author of said article. Great. Her name is Kate Martell, and she is from the Hill. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about the article that you uh, wrote, the recent work you did, Conservative Pop Culture is Having a Moment. And I guess let's start off by addressing, is conservatism having a moment right now? It absolutely is having a moment this summer. Um, You had the Oliver Anthony song, as you mentioned. It went from, you know, a seemingly unknown artist who had never been on the Billboard Hot 100, all of a sudden have a number one song within three weeks and had no public name recognition. Um, And you also have a conservative, faith-based thriller movie, Sound of Freedom, which is pretty low budget, um, all of a sudden topping Mission Impossible and the Indiana Jones movies this summer. Um, That, you know, we're really seeing this this movement that um, conservatives are, you know, coalescing to amplify their voices in, you know, a, a media of Hollywood that has become synonymous with progressive media. Um, where they believe that they have not had the attention, um, you know, from cop, pop culture. And now they're really having this big moment where they're topping hits and, you know, having major, major box office movies where they're bringing in a lot of money. Now, you mentioned liberal Hollywood. And what's the reaction from that area? Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because, um, you know, a lot of these voices have been, you know, having this moment. And, you know, as far as from the Democrats that I've been talking to and the liberals, you know, they're, they're pretty dismissive of some of these songs that, you know, they look like they might just be a fluke. And it looks like this, you know, every once in a while in the social media culture, we do have, you know, a piece of music or a movie go viral. And it seems like it's a bit random. But I think you have to look a little bit further into the message of some of these songs that is really resonating with a, a major population of people in America that feel that they have been represented in popular culture. Casey, I have a question that no doubt will win us a Marconi, but before I ask it, would you like to introduce our guest again? Yeah, this is Kate Martell. She is a reporter from The Hill. And she has a fabulous new piece out about conservatism in pop culture. Mm -hmm. Is there a rise of conservatism in pop culture? All right, Kate, have you figured out or has anybody figured out why predominantly so many of whether it's music or it's acting or, you know, all points in between? It seems like it is so predominantly kind of a, a liberal environment. Why is it so hard to find conservatives or conservative themes? That, I think you, you hit the nail on the head that, um, you know, Hollywood has always been considered these liberal elites. And I think that a lot of conservatives would argue that they have a really hard time breaking through, that 
Um, there's a lot of money in Hollywood, and a lot of these voices are liberal, and they really can band together and make their voices really heard. I think, you know, if, to step back another example, if you look at the White House Cor- Correspondents Association dinner weekend, um, you know, when you have Democrats in office, such as former President Obama, it's this star-studded event with a lot of A-listers. And then when you compare when Trump took in office, that even a lot of companies and celebrities and a lot of a lot of um, Hollywood really bowed out and made it such a muted affair that um, that I think that you can argue that progressives have really just always taken over Hollywood and have really been able to amplify their messages in a way that Republicans have scoffed at and you know have been pretty dismissive of pop culture until recently when I think Republicans and conservatives are realizing that, hey, there's a real big opportunity here for our movement. And, um, you know, an expert that I talked to in popular culture and the intersection of politics um, pointed out that this is about the best campaign ad that Republicans could ask for coming up on 2024. It's all free earned media. And this is the type of attention that you can't pay for. Um, Kate Martell is with us. She is a reporter from The Hill, and uh, she wrote a wonderful article called Conservative Pop Culture is Having a Moment. I want to cite a couple examples. Mark Wahlberg uh, recently left Hollywood, and I believe he's trying to make his own sort of studio in Las Vegas. And then you've got uh, Jason Aldean with his song Try That in a Small Town, which was not received well by a lot of people. Um, these artists that step away from Hollywood and try to do their own thing, are they getting a lot of backlash? And isn't that kind of detrimental to their career? Yeah, you can argue it, it can be detrimental to their career. And they're making this argument that you know, in, this, in this increasingly polarized country where it's starting to invade all forms of life, that, um, you know, that, that they're making a point that they want to use their political activism and, you know, potentially have in detriment to their, their pop culture careers because they think that this is so important. And we are starting to see a bit of this movement where, um, you know, some artists are going against the grain a little bit more because they want to fight back. And, um, you know, you've seen with the Jason Aldean song that, you know, that was not received well by a lot of people for some of the footage it had of the Black Lives Matter protesting in a negative light and where his music video was filmed was the site of an infamous lynching for 100 years ago that, um, you know, by having some of these controversial figures tied to the politics of conservative of some of these conservative songs and media pop culture moments that, you know, it, it is kind of conflating some of this controversy with what it means to be a conservative in the pop culture medium. And I think it's kind of crossing the, making a, crossing the line a bit and um, making it difficult for some of these conservative pop culture influencers to try to have a moment, you know, without trying to necessarily make it all about controversy. You have any idea in your research for this piece about why more studio? I mean, clearly we've laid out the the Oliver Anthony stuff, the the, the Jim Caviezel movie that is just was on fire and 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 beat Mission Impossible. Is there a reason why? Because I assume these studios want to make money. They're seeing the success when you put conservative, you know, themed stuff out there. Why more studios aren't latching onto that? I mean, is their political ideology that strong? I think a lot of their political ideology is so ingrained that you can argue that 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 is part of it. But also, I think that, you know, we've seen all of this happen this summer, that I wouldn't be surprised if this, you know, really gets attention from more studios. And uh, we do see more of this pop culture from a conservative uh, vantage point to be made in the next few years. Um, This is, you know, we're calling this the, the summer of 
conservative pop culture hits. And I'm sure a lot of people out there are taking note of this and seeing that that they that some of these hits can do well. That I think beforehand you would have argued that a lot of these studios would have said, yes, we can make some of these pop culture references, you know, for a more conservative audience, but they're not going to do as well. That they would argue until this year that that, that those would not be the money makers. And this year, I think, has refuted that, that I think we will see more of this content mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah, so we can expect more of it. Uh, Kate, one last question before we wrap it up here. I saw a bumper sticker, and I wanted to get your reaction on it. It said, conservatism is the new punk rock, which to me <laughs> says somewhat of a rebellion, which you normally, typically would not put with conservatism. That's a funny bumper sticker. And yeah, that um, it, it's ironic that now that, you know, what a lot of Americans believe um, in, in politics has felt almost like a rebellion. And I think that shows, you know, just how much Hollywood has infiltrated politi- politics. And, um, you know, I, I think that that's uh, over the next few years, probably pretty interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, exactly. Well, Kate, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, the article is at thehill.com. It's called Conservative Pop Culture is Having a Moment. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. <laughs>